It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. February 14th is Valentine's Day, but here in South Florida, we can't help but remember the horror that unfolded five years ago when a former student returned to Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School with an AR-15 style gun. He killed 17 people, injured another 17, and forever devastated a community and every person who attended or worked at that school on this day five years ago. In response, the Florida legislature and then-Governor Rick Scott actually passed a bipartisan gun bill that raised the minimum age to purchase a rifle, put in place red flag laws, and boosted school safety efforts. That law is, of course, still being challenged in federal court by the NRA. And this year, Republican leaders in Florida are pushing to repeal permit requirements for those who want to carry concealed weapons in public. Seriously, the governor calls it constitutional carry. The Senate version of the bill creates a process for reporting student behavior threats and expands to private schools, the state's guardian program, that allows school employees to be armed on school grounds. Lovely. And as if by clockwork, here we go again. Three people were killed, five others critically wounded in a mass shooting at Michigan State University in East Lansing on Monday night. A 43-year-old man, identified as the suspect who had no affiliation with the school, opened fire at two separate locations on campus, turning the university where over 19,000 students live into a crime scene as hundreds of officers swarmed the campus. The suspect later died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Authorities said they have yet to establish a motive. And so it goes. A memo from the Pentagon was sent to lawmakers on Monday with the first official details on the objects shot down out of the sky in recent days. The memo saying that the unidentified flying object shot down in Canadian airspace on Saturday appeared to be a, quote, small metallic balloon with a tethered payload below it. Hmm. The memo also explained that the object crossed near U.S. sensitive sites before it was shot down. Meanwhile, the full Senate is getting a classified briefing this morning on the three unidentified objects shot down over Alaska, Canada, and Lake Huron in recent days. This follows a classified briefing they received last week from senior administration officials about the Chinese surveillance balloon that floated across the country before getting shot down off the coast of South Carolina. Now, we haven't gotten a lot of information yet, but there is one thing they're adamant about. I know there have been questions and and concerns about this, but there is no, again, no indication of aliens or extraterrestrial activity with these recent takedowns. Wanted to make sure that the American people knew that, all of you knew that, and it was important for us to say that from here because we've been hearing a lot about it. Hmm. The White House did say on Monday that the three objects shot down over the weekend did not appear to be as sophisticated as the suspected Chinese surveillance balloon downed earlier off the South Carolina coast. All righty then. It's official. She's running. Former South Carolina governor turned U.N. ambassador Nikki Haley made it official Tuesday morning. 
If successful, the daughter of Indian immigrants, Nikki Haley, would become the first woman and first Asian American to lead the Republican ticket. Meanwhile, the only other Republican in the race thus far is not having a good week, and it appears that it'll probably get worse come Thursday. That's when portions of the Atlanta area special grand jury report on the former guy's interference in the 2020 election results will be released to the public. Most of it will remain sealed, as Prosecutor Fannie Willis considers charges in the case. But Fulton County Superior Court Judge Robert McBurney said in an order that he will make public three sections of the report, including the panel's introduction and conclusion to its findings, and here's the interesting part, as well as a section in which the grand jury, quote, discusses its concern that some witnesses may have lied under oath during their testimony. The judge said the unquestionable value of the information and the importance of transparency justified the release. Now, this story is getting frighteningly little national attention. An environmental disaster appears to be unfolding in East Palestine, Ohio. Eleven days ago, on February 3rd, a train derailed in this village of about 4,700 residents. It's about 50 miles northwest of Pittsburgh. Around 50 of the train's 150 cars ran off the tracks. The train, operated by Norfolk Southern, had been carrying chemicals and combustible materials, including the extremely flammable vinyl chloride, which can cause all kinds of ailments, dizziness, sleepiness, headaches among them. It's also been linked to an increased risk of cancer. Just after the derailment, around 2,000 residents were told to evacuate. Schools were closed for the week, along with some roads. Well, three days later, on February 6th, Fearing an explosion, authorities held what they called a controlled release of the toxic materials from five of those train car tankers. The contents were allegedly diverted to a trench and burned off. But lots of toxins were emitted in large plumes of smoke. That's when Ohio Governor Mike DeWine extended the evacuation order to include anyone in a one-by-two-mile area surrounding East Palestine, and that includes parts of Pennsylvania. Well, the railroad was reopened, and on February 8th, the governor's office said residents were permitted to return home after air quality samples measured contaminants below levels of concern. (laughs) Norfolk Southern said it donated $25,000 to help the American Red Cross set up shelters and deal with the influx of people. How magnanimous of them. But we've since learned of three other toxic chemicals that were also in the compromised rail cars. Some residents have cautiously returned home to just grab some belongings and get out, while very little information is being shared with the public. Stay tuned. And that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is listener-supported, and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com, and please click on that Donate button. You've probably heard me talk about my dog, Jackson. He's my baby boy. And as he's gotten older, he's gotten really finicky about eating. He used to get so excited about food, he'd literally spin. Well, not anymore. In fact, I often have to spoon feed him to get him to eat. Well, no more. Not since we started feeding him fresh food made with whole ingredients, backed by veterinary science. It's Nom Nom 
Now, I actually tried making food for him myself. I'd cook up big batches of chicken or beef with vegetables and rice or potatoes. But without knowing what I was doing, he wasn't getting the vitamins and minerals he needed and certainly not in the correct balance. That's all changed now with Nom Nom. Go to trynom.com, T-R-Y-N-O-M.com slash sent by Nicole. They'll ask you some questions about your pup and tailor a specific amount of individually packaged Nom Nom meals and send them to you. By using my special URL, trynom.com slash Nicole, you'll get 50% off of your first order, plus free shipping, and it's a great way to help support this show too. Again, that's trynom.com slash Nicole. Plus, Nom Nom comes with a money-back guarantee. If your dog's tail isn't wagging within 30 days, Nom Nom will refund your first order. No fillers, no nonsense, just Nom Nom. 